You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. <laughs> I'm just mad I can't do it. I've always been mad. You can't do that one. Well, who was that? R2 or BB-8? Who did it sound more like? R2. Yeah, it was R2. <laughs> That's because it was. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman. Yes, this is the Up Next podcast where we talk about NXT because we are your NXT friends. Friends. But you know what? What? In this time of need. We need to escape. We need to be friends of all sorts of things. Absolutely. So today we're your podcast friends, your Star Wars friends, we're all sorts of friends. Uh, As all the movies are getting cancelled and delayed, and we're going, ah, what is there to watch? There's yeah. always Star Wars. There's always There's Star always Wars. Star Wars. Wrestling is, uh, someone always once told me that wrestling is the lady that never leaves you. Mm. No matter what's going on in your life, you can tune on some wrestling and just zone out and watch wrestling and forget about everything. That's why a lot of people watch wrestling. That's why people watch a lot of other content. But what do you do when you can't even watch wrestling? Maybe, possibly. Maybe. Well, we're not oh. quite there yet, but uh, Boy. So, yeah, there's going to be a load of empty arena shows, yeah. which so, sounds kind of interesting. We do the NXT show every week on this very feed, but if you go through this very feed, you will find all the Star Wars movies in podcast review form from me and Davey. Um, so we've finished the prequels. Yes. We did the prequels. We did the sand and Anakin and Padme and Mace Windu. Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Wow, who could forget Jar Jar? Yeah. And then we made it through the OG, the original trilogy. We saw Ewoks. We saw Hoth. It's cold there. Saw Sarlacc pits. Wow. We saw... Kessel runs. We saw... 
the, some good shit. Yeah. To be honest, we saw some pretty good shit. Some carbonite freezing, some gold bikinis. It was good times. Yeah. In the OG trilogy, and then. Well, we've also done. Oh right, we've also done the holiday special. <laughs> we did the holiday special. Holy we shit! Wookies and never watching and again. cooking programs and <laughs> sing alongs, so- softcore porn, softcore porn. Yeah, that was weird, right? Uh, yeah. It was a trip. Uh, and then we offered for uh, for our two hundred five patrons as well the kind of spin off. Well, yeah, this films. is so we were doing we were doing movie reviews before we even had a Patreon. So patreon.com slash up next, uh, by the way, if you're not a member, join up. Five bucks a month, you get all the back catalogs of all the movies. We did we did Star Wars Rogue One. We did the San sorry, San? No, Han Solo. Han What's Solo. it called? What's that Solo. one called? So, just called Solo. Solo. Sorry. Uh, they just call it Han. 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 Uh, we did that on the Patreon as well. Um, we have so many different movie reviews. So if you are like, oh, I like listening to these guys talk about wrestling. Well, we talk about a lot of wrestling on the Patreon as well. Uh, we did our game show with John and Way just yesterday, which was so much fun. The greatest WrestleMania ever. So uh, worth five bucks alone. Instantly, five bucks gets you the show. It was a. It was fun to play. It was a bit yeah. of a head fuck for us oh, all, man. wasn't it? Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, no spoilers, but you got to you got to find out who who wins. I, I'm pretty sure you can hear John Pollock sweat trying to <laughs> trying to get the card together for his WrestleMania. Right, uh, he did a good job. He we did. all did a good we all job. Did. I thought we had pretty good. Shows. Yeah, all of our shows were yeah. good. Uh, so the game was you. We all go through past WrestleMania matches and have to come up with the dream card. But once you pick a match from a certain card, it eliminates people picking that people in the match plus the mania it happened at so it gets wild it gets crazy it gets heated mike murray joined us as well all the post wrestling people um john and way um do so much for us and uh they were happy to they, they were nice enough and we were happy that they joined us for this fun game so that was so much fun again five bucks north american championship tier on our patreon and you get that show you get all the shows so it's a kind of a fun look wrestlemania season is this season if it's happening or not the timing of this recording um so you know uh you can still listen to podcasts when you're in quarantine yeah. so uh, honestly like this has become like our job and uh five bucks a month gets through all these shows well so. soon it might be all we rely on yeah exactly well. Maybe um, we won't be able to leave our homes so uh it's it's cool so um even though you're in wherever you are now maybe you're not where you usually are when you listen to podcasts but you can We're listen to all the you. shows. Yeah, so uh, it's been crazy. We've been doing so many shows with the Patreon, and uh, the world is in a in a pandemic. So we want to check out from that. Yeah, we want to get out of there. So, yeah. but if you do want to hang out with us more, that's where you can. Um, Are you saying you want to go to a galaxy <coughs> far, far away? Yeah, because that's where you can get away from this <laughs> disease. This, this you then virus. spread it there for fuck's Oh <laughs> no. You know where I'd go and spread the coronavirus? <laughs> Naboo. Naboo. No, sorry. Fuck. No, that sounds terrible. Where Naboo? I think Naboo. What's where's Jar Jar from? Oh, he's that underwater place, isn't he? Right. Uh, well, I guess they I can't, can't get remember. it there. You can't get it underwater. Can you not? No. Oh, that's. They, good to it's know. a respiratory. So if right. You're, if you have gills, you mm. don't. You don't have like a. You breathe differently. Interesting. I learned so much from watching BBC David Attenborough Blue Planet yep. about fish and stuff. Jeez. Um, yeah, I'm joking about the virus thing, by the way. Um, so. Star Wars, 
we're big Star Wars nerds here. Obviously, we're the wrestling fans. We're the NXT people. But uh, in our house, we do have uh, Star Wars posters up. You, we do. You are a big fan. You're probably wearing Star Wars socks. I'm wearing R2-D2 socks right wow. now. Not the C-3PO. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm annoyed that I got a, uh, for Christmas, a really cool Star Wars shirt. It was like the, the OG poster, but uh, in Japanese. Yes. Uh, and the tumble dryer chewed it up. Wow. Like, after my first wear of it. Wow. I'm mad. Because it's a nice shirt. Yeah. It's like, it was a cool shirt. Nice, mm-hmm. the soft, like, pro wrestling tee style. You know what? Uh, material. Um, you know, yeah. The, the nice ones <laughs> yeah. that we ordered. We did an order yeah. of one. Holy, did we. Uh, <laughs> Scrum Sot was like, you guys, his message was, you guys, I looked at your order. You weren't sober. <laughs> <laughs> he says, the time was like 4.44 a.m. And there's a few choices that we ordered from pro wrestling tees that he's like there's no way you guys were uh uh sober at the time yeah we we, we won't spoil he's what we ordered. that guy <laughs> <laughs> he knows the detective um so you you lost your star wars shirt you're drinking it out of a star wars mug though so i am yeah cool. we have a few star wars mugs here in the Braden davy estate um so star wars fever's kind of wound down because mandalorian's on a hiatus we did yeah. those reviews as well i would say uh you messaged me when i was kind of putting the schedule together for this month and you were like i'm kind of hitting stalls fatigue yeah can we take a break and i'm i'm sort of with you there as well but we are so fucking close to the end of this all oh i thought you were gonna say the next movie where <laughs> i well we've just got like these three left and then we're done right for a bit until right. the next series or whatever sure. comes out uh so we're battling through um let's let's go back to 2015 how hyped were you oh, for this film yeah definitely out? um uh, I, we've said on the show but again we're both big fans and i remember when the news of star wars being sold to disney like that was kind of a big thing i thought well that's instantly gonna they're gonna do so much with it if you mm. ask me like that just means they're gonna own it and do so much more with it and well look what they've done with it they've done exactly that um i know the hype for this movie was huge because it's star wars it's returning with a new movie that's not a fucking prequel with fucking hayden christensen or whatever his name is so people were excited for this one um and what is it like 30 years later like essentially like it's like crazy yeah yeah. uh my excitement for it was it's kind of like the handcuffs are off now Mm. We've seen the originals. We did the prequels, yeah. and like some are, some moments are cool in that. But the whole time you're going, I just want to see Anakin become Vader. Right. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. And now it's any, like the story can just go. Any forward. new characters you introduce, yeah. it's like, well, they're probably going to die because yeah. we don't see them again. Whereas now it's like this: the kind of the universe is out there. Now let's explore it, introduce new things. We don't know where it's going to go. Any mm-hmm. of our loved characters could potentially leave us. And I remember this because this came out around Christmas time, as mm-hmm. most of these Star Wars movies now always come out around Christmas time. So it's become a tradition for most people. Yeah. Like most people go with their family or by themselves or wherever they do to around Christmas time and watch the Star Wars movies. And like, I kind of really like that. So uh, I went, um, my ex girlfriend at the time. Uh, I went with her family to go see this movie. Um, I said, like, hey, I we need to see this movie. And the girlfriend was like, yeah, we, we definitely need to see this. And uh, I bring it up to the, the dad of the girlfriend. I'm like, look. And he's like, you want to see Star Wars? And he pulls out tickets to the VIP 
like, like lazy boy right. thing in, in their in their local theater, and I was like, "All right, man, all right." So <laughs> right before the movie, me and uh, uh, another member of the family went out, hung out with our friend Mary Jane, came back just in time as the and like I was. I, I got chills. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, every, every time still yeah. I get chills when that beginning starts. Um, yeah, so Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Now, you went to see this, obviously, probably opening. I think I saw this twice in the theaters. Right. Um, yeah, was super excited for it. Uh, I worked with a lot of big Star Wars fans, so it's quite cool because mm-hmm. you then, after you've both seen it, you can come into work and just yeah, of course. talk about it. Yes, um, Definitely. Think about where it's going to go, what you liked, what you didn't like, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, which I always enjoy doing with a movie. It kind of, it kind of sucks when you see something that no one's seen it, and it's well, oh wrestling. I enjoyed it, but uh. wrestling, right? Like not everyone likes wrestling, so that's why people like listening to us because it's like yeah, absolutely, we're your friends. That's why we say it. Um, it's the same thing. Like I, I like when people talk about like the last one that just came out, the Rise of Skywalker. I feel like every it was down more. Like the hype wasn't there since the last jedi people fell yeah. off like a lot of people were like uh people i would go to normally and be like okay what do we th- what did you think and they're like oh actually i haven't seen it yet. don't really care and i'm like that's crazy mm. whereas when this one came out the force awakens oh it felt like star wars was everywhere there was star wars on your buses there was star wars on your tv ads there was star wars like in your phone uh like pro providers yep so everywhere um, you mentioned about the sale to Disney, um, obviously yeah. for billions of dollars. Crazy. Uh, George Lucas met with Mark Hamill for coffee and apparently quite casually just said like, oh yeah, so I've I've sold Star Wars to Disney and I, they're going to make some more films. Um, yeah, if, if you don't want to be in them, we can write you out. That's fine. Just, uh, yeah, just let them know. <laughs> and Mark Hamill's like inside. He's been waiting for this moment for... 30 years Jeez. and it's like yeah, right. oh okay yeah let me cool. let me give that thought I'll I'll have a look at my schedule um yeah all right I'll I'll talk to Disney I'm looks I'm at sure. his schedule he's like yep 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 I can do it <laughs> looks at his schedule he's like huh doing a lot of voice acting for the Joker here uh and I'm free <laughs> yeah uh but the the kind of uh third trilogy I guess had been in the plans for quite a while right uh, well it it had always been sort of flirted with um george lucas apparently when rapping return of the jedi said to mark hamill where i've kind of got this idea to do more seven eight and nine do another trilogy but it'll be in 30 years so his plan was like it'll be like 2011 Crazy. and i want you to come back in like the obi-wan right. sort of role well and in this movie mark hamill is 63 years of age and that's how old alec mcginnis or alec mcginnis was i keep saying mcginnis nigel mcginnis mm. uh was when he played obi-wan in the right. og so it is pretty cool yeah. that, that is the same time that is interesting um well i remember the trailer for this movie being the craziest shit ever mm. it got to like over 20 million views in less than 24 hours um, which had never happened before, which is still a feat. Um, and the, the the first thing you see is the shot, and it's Star Wars, and everyone's like, holy shit, Star Wars is back. It's the first teaser, and it's the shot of, like, Finn in the Stormtrooper where he's breathing, and it's... <gasps> and he's in, in, like, the desert, yeah. isn't he, and, and sweaty. You're, you're instantly like, holy shit, this, it was the perfect shot to start with. I think all like, their trailers, uh, I quite enjoyed uh, 
friends of mine uh, do a podcast called Geek Centric. Yeah. And they do trailer breakdowns. So okay. before the, the final film came out, they do a breakdown of uh, pretty much every frame in that trailer. Gotcha. And there are so many things that are kind of could be there to swerve you. So even just Finn in a Stormtrooper outfit, mm-hmm. you go, at that point, we know as the Stormtroopers as clones of Django Fett. Yeah. They they all look the same with their masks off. Right. So you go, okay, we know John Boyega's been cast in this film as someone called Finn. Uh, is he a Stormtrooper? Is he... Has he just done, like, the Luke and Han thing from A New Hope and right. beaten up a Stormtrooper and taken their suit? And there's all these little things yeah, and yeah. little teasers. In and it him. showed him in this in this trailer. It showed like Ray, and then it shows Finn, but then Finn with a lightsaber, and you're like, oh, he's the new Jedi. He's a Jedi. Like yeah. it showed. It, it, I remember just breaking the internet, like essentially, just the internet is like must have been like 2014, I guess, and just people were going yeah. absolute bonkers for this trailer. Like it's not often that we'll talk about a movie or something and talk about the trailer, but like that changed so much shit because people were like. This is crazy. Disney has Star Wars, and this movie looks amazing. I think there's a definite art to it with fandom, where you want to... People don't like being spoiled, right? but I think you want to give just enough that people can sort of speculate speculate, and mm. just build that hype. How many movies you see where a trailer looks cool, and then you go, huh, all the best bits were in the yeah, trailer. exactly. Whereas to show some cool action shots and then be oh, that's just this tiny five-second dream sequence or something like that, where it isn't actually that important, right. but it's a cool moment. That's what they've been doing with these Star Wars films, which I, I quite like. Yeah, I hate getting spoiled in a trailer. Oh, yeah, I watched the Morbius trailer with Jared Leto as the Oh, vampire. I've not seen that yet. Well, I saw the whole movie. So, so many are like that. <laughs> I'm like, and cool. So, a trailer, I feel as well, should kind of be a bit out of sequence, so you don't know what's happening yeah. there. And so many are like... This is I what mean, happens. For example, like... Let's take Spider-Man. Yeah. It will show uh, like Uncle Ben's death, bitten by a spider, <laughs> making a wrestling costume, being a wrestler, yeah. meeting this guy, becoming like a better Spider-Man, fighting, villain dying. Like, they'll just show it all. And you're like, cool, that was a great movie. two-minute version of Spider-Man. <laughs> Don't need to watch it now. Don't need to watch it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I-, I just remember this Force Awakens, like, it was a game-changer of trailers yeah. because it just blew up... And it, it was that one shot specifically of Finn where it starts with him gasping, where he's like, <gasps> yeah. and that's what starts it. And you're like, what? And I think, you know, seeing this in a, in a movie tr- theater before watching something else and you got to see the Star Wars trailer and you didn't, weren't ready for it, you're probably like, what the fuck? That's something I would say I do miss. As yeah. awesome as it is to just be able to Find look up trailer. a trailer on YouTube, I used to love, like, you, you used to have to get to the the theatre like 20 like on time because I want to see what trailers they're going to show now I'm like I'll show up 20 minutes after the the scheduled time and I'll see it start and you'll still see the fucking commercials (laughs) for cars Uh, well let's go to 2015 I mentioned earlier that we did go through the prequels we did go through the OG trilogy but now years later the force awakens so we go to... Uh, actually, I have a funny thing. Okay, I yeah. think I'm about to say yeah. the same. Uh, so um, I, much like many uh, people, watched their Star Wars and Marvel movies on a thing called Disney+. Plus. Now, Disney+, Plus is a service that you can get in North America. Um, 
I feel like, why am I feel like I'm selling it? I'm definitely not selling it. Uh, I wish we had them as an ad. Um, I think they're going to do very well over the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah, that'll especially. be fine. That'll be really fun. Um, so I go to watch this movie and the crawl is in French. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, someone must have, something must have changed in my settings or something. So I stop it, go to the settings and everything is English, 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 English. So I change all of it, reset it all. Close it, close the app, close my Chromecast, close everything, turn it back on. In a galaxy far away, but in French. Same, <laughs> so same I'm like, for me. So I'm like, what the hell, Disney Plus? So then I quickly go to uh, Google and I type in Disney Plus movies, yep. Reddit, French. And all these people are having the same issue. So it's not in French, but the writing is in French. Yeah, and this, is, this was it. Because even the credits were in English. English. And I looked on, like, I, I looked through some of the other Star Wars films. Yeah, me too. English. Uh, I, that's why I ended up being slightly later than we planned to record, because I spent about 20 minutes trying to fix it. I did that it. last night. And then I was like, you know what, I could just look up the crawl on Google. Yeah, I don't have the crawl, because I didn't, um, so... I have it right here. But yeah, <laughs> Disney Plus, what the fuck? Yeah, Disney Plus, what the I fuck? wonder if it's, a, like, a Canada thing, with French being spoken here. But, but it was, should be in English. Yeah, you can't read it. There's no other option. Yeah, there's no. It, very it, strange. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an edit. It's an issue. It's a George Lucas post edit. McClunky. Wow. <laughs> so Luke Skywalker has vanished. In his absence, the sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the Last Jedi, has been destroyed. With the support of the Republic, General Leia Organa leads a brave resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice to the galaxy. Leia has sent her most daring pilot on a secret mission to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. Ooh. So already you're like, wow, sounds great. Because I know we were talking about Rise of Skywalker and that crawl is just like, hey... Here's a new thing that's going on. Yeah. Here makes sense. It's been 30 fucking years. Emperor's alive! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have made sense in this one, to be honest. Be like, there's rumors about the Emperor, and then not touch it for yeah, until that movie. Sure. And it would have saved it. But no, they didn't fucking do that. Instead, they're like, yo, this is going on. So Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi, he's somewhere, but we don't know where. And we kind of figure out along through this movie. Um, so it starts off with uh, BB-8. Mm. The the real money maker of toys from this movie. Yes. I, this was the, the this droid was pushed everywhere, um, like everywhere. We I have a BBA at work it's, on our. It's desk. so cool. Yeah, um, cool, cool uh, droid with the yeah. with the ball. And how they actually managed to make it actually work. Yeah, properly. It's pretty crazy. I still don't quite get how it. There were the six different on ones. I read that there were six different ones cool. they had to make. So right for different shots and stuff. Nice. Uh, we see a series of stormtroopers. They're doing some sort of like invasion on an, on some sort of village on a planet, and we see this this pilot who we later know as Poe, and he's given this this like USB drive, essentially <laughs> a holographic something yeah. something kind of similar to a New Hope with uh, Leia and R two D two, and Poe gives it to BB eight the droid and says, "Go away, like." Stay on this planet, and I'm going to come back for you and, and find this. Don't let them catch you. And the stormtroopers come. They raid the village. There's a stormtrooper who's kind of hesitant, and we're not sure what's going on. And there's, like, some blood on his helmet. Mm. Looks really cool, which you don't really see blood in Star Wars either. And mm. it's Disney. So yeah. I was like, hey, 
whoa, bloody. Um, and this, they're they're like kind of going through this village and stuff, and out comes the another ship, and out walks the big baddie of the movie, good old Kylo Ren. He comes down. He wants something from this old dude, and he says, uh, "I know you have the map to Skywalker." And he's like, "Nah, don't have it, don't have it." And he's like, "Huh, all right." Kill them all. So the stormtroopers just start shooting up this village. Like they don't give a fuck. They they take Finn. Uh, sorry, they take um, um, Poe. Poe. Sorry, because they don't say his name for the longest time no. in the beginning here. Um, they kidnap him, and they're going to try to extract information to find out where. Because they think Poe has this this drive, this map, but uh, does he? We do see the stormtrooper Finn, but his name is not Finn quite yet. His actual name is. Two one eight seven, yeah. FN two one, FN two one eight seven, which is the exact same number that Princess Leia is in A New Hope when she's kidnapped. Oh, okay. That's the that's cell cool. she was put into. Right. So that's pretty cool tie in there. Um, and we kind of s- see that this this FN two one eight seven maybe you know he's got some second thoughts about his yeah. his new his latest job here in the. Well, even I mean. We know, watching yeah. this, having seen the trailer, that this is probably going to be John Boyega's character. Right. But even right away, you go, oh, they, we don't see this from Stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're clones. They're all meant to be the same and just follow orders blindly. Uh, I really like this opening scene, kind of the the just urgency between Poe and uh, the character Max von Sydow uh, plays uh, right at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I love... I love kind of going into a film and a lot of shit's going on and you don't quite understand what's happening, but you just trust it's it's going to make sense later. Like, right. what is this map? Uh, is this the um, is this the thing they were talking about in the crawl? Like, who is this guy? Who is that guy? Mm-hmm. Why are they killing everyone? Who's this tall dude in a black mask? Right. Um, just starts off. Starts off. Meet the big bad right away. Uh, I thought it was cool. It lets you know it's Star Wars, like right away, essentially, yeah. which is good, which is cool. And uh, the the character Max von Sydow played uh, was um, Gary Oldman was in line to play this right, part, yeah. who was also in line to play General Grievous in uh, Revenge of the Sith. That'd be lit. Um, but yeah, still yet to be in a Star Wars film. Maybe he'll Gary show Oldman. Disney Plus. Who knows? Wow, that'd be lit though. He'd be good. He, who do, in the Mandalorian, the bad guy we got, the guy from Breaking Bad. he's, yeah. he's like oh, too. he's fantastic. So we do have a bad guy, and he he kidnapped Poe, and now Poe is being tortured on the ship. Now the Empire is no more. It is now not the Dark Order, but the First Order. The First Order. The Dark Order. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same. Thing. I mean, it's they just took the Dark Side and First Order and made the Dark yeah, Order. Didn't yeah, they? Right, yeah, yeah. Poe's being tortured, but he's like, yo, I don't got the map. Like, leave me alone. And he gets tortured by the evil Sith powers of Kylo Ren. And he says, it's on Jakku. We have to go back to that planet they were just on to get uh, this this BB-8 droid now that they're looking for. So the, the I'm going to keep saying the Dark Order now. <laughs> the First Order has put out a hit on this, like, droid. They're like, yo, if anyone's seen this BB-8 thing, we'll pay you handsomely for it. So, um the the first order is just essentially the empire 2.0. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh I do like uh, Kylo's mask. I think his look is fantastic. Yeah. It's kind of stealing from Darth Vader but just editing it, modernizing it a bit. Yeah. Um also his voice. Obviously Darth Vader was known for the Ooh, yeah. Um 
they put some kind of distortion on his voice. And Adam Adam Driver's got a great voice anyway, but it just sounds sinister. I, I think this character really works. He sounds like he like when you because you don't see what he looks like for no. a big chunk of this movie. He's just wearing this mask, um, and when he talks in it, it sounds almost like the way he talks, like he doesn't care. Like he's so evil that he doesn't. Mm. He's like Orange Cassidy, but heel. Yeah. Like he's like, he's like, I'll kill you if I have to. Mm. Like that's scary because yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't really care, so he'll probably just kill you. Uh, and I kind of mm. like that. And it's mysterious because you still don't really know what he looks like yet. Yeah. Um, we see a a a girl, a young girl on Jakku, and she's a junker, and it's Ray, one of the main characters in this movie, and she finds a BB-8. Yeah, it's being like uh, attacked by like a Jawa or something looks mm. for spare parts, so she, she kind of saves it, um, and she's like, "Huh, well now I got a BB-8 unit." So there's that. Um, we see, and BB-8 instantly likes Ray. Feels some, like he, he feels he something. He trusts yeah. her. I think what I love in Star Wars is the droids, especially the likes of R2 and BB-8, that have no dialogue still managed to have a great personality. And this, instantly, you would compare to R2. Mm-hmm. But I find a very different character. I find BB-8 is more like a, a puppy, like more of a child, whereas R2 is more like a cheeky teenager, yeah, uh, being a bit rude and stuff, whereas BB-8's just... More playful. Oh, this girl's nice, I want to follow her. Right. Yeah, BB-8 is different. And it's funny, because they're just robot things. Yeah, but completely. They do, yeah. Um, we see Poe, who's like kind of left on this torture thing after the information is extracted... But a stormtrooper walks in and says that he's taking this prisoner out and he takes Poe and pushes Poe into like this like kind of little secret, almost like an alleyway on the ship and takes off his helmet and says, look, man, um, I'm trying to escape off here. Let's let's work out. You're a pilot. We can get out of here. I can help you. I can help you escape. And he's like, well, you just want me to fly you because you want to escape. And he's like, yeah. Cool, whatever. Look, you know how to fly a TIE fighter? Let's get out of here. So they plan this whole thing to get out of a TIE fighter. Um, the First Order is like, whoa, what the fuck? So they start shooting them, try to stop them. Um, and they're flying like uh, in the in the TIE fighter. And um, they're, they're trying to escape to go back to J- Jakku because Poe wants to get BB-8. And they're kind of talking to each other. And he's like, what's your name, man? And he's like, Poe. And he says, yeah, um, my name is F- FN2187. And he's like, what? That's your name? You don't know anything else? He's like, no, that's just what people call me. He's like, well, I'm not going to call you that FN2187, but I'll call you F- F- Finn. I'm going to call you Finn. Is that all right? You should have given him a lame name. Yeah. I'm going to call you Malcolm. <laughs> well, we just did a show on the Patreon with yeah. Way, and Way mentioned his friend who G- shall not be named. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gordon. Right. Gordon has a similar situation to Finn. Right. He was working at a pizza shop. Allegedly. He told me the story. He's working at a pizza shop in like the 80s when he came to Canada or 90s when he came to Canada. And he had a different name. And the people at the pizza shop were like, yeah, we're just going to call you Gordon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then he stuck with it and went on with <laughs> Finn and Poe, they escape in the tie, tie Fighter, but they get shot out of the sky and it crashes back into Jakku um, and Finn survives and this is where the epic scene where he 
gasps for air. It looks amazing, just just Finn in the middle of this vast desert. Yeah. I, I think the visuals in this whole film are, are really stunning. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, but he thinks Poe is dead because there's like quicksand and yeah. the, the TIE fighter sinking. So he's like, damn. So he takes... Uh, so he steals his jacket. He steals his jacket <laughs> that he sees there. He's like, oh, this jacket looks lit. So he takes that and he walks off. Um, he finally makes it from the desert. He survives drinking some water. He sees, uh, like, Ray, who he doesn't know. He just sees this girl kind of fighting off these, like, creatures. Because these aliens are trying to steal the BB-8. Because the, the First Order hit on the BB-8 yeah. has hit the town. And people want to steal the BB-8 because it's worth a lot of money. So he sees Ray like kind of in trouble. So he's like going to step in to try to help her, but then realizes she did not need help because she's just wasting these men. She's got the the bow staff, and she's just fucking these dudes up. So he's like, oh, ah. Oh. But then BB-8 sees Finn wearing Poe's jacket, mm. and BB-8 is Poe's dude. So BB-8 tells Ray like Ray and BB-8 can understand each other, which is weird. Ray seems to speak a load of languages. Yeah, yeah. So. Ray chases Finn and she's like, apparently you stole this jacket. And he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, look, um, I, I was with Poe. I helped him escape, but unfortunately Poe died. And she's like, oh, so you're with the resistance? And he's like, yeah, 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 that's me. Yeah, I'm with the resistance. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, we, uh, that's who I am. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, I didn't know you guys look like that. He's like, yeah, this is what we look like. So they become Yeah, friends. he's sort of being, <laughs> he's kind of, I think trying to flirt, but also right. obviously he's lying through his teeth as right. well. He's like, uh, yeah, well, this is exactly what we all look like. Well, uh, some of us, but also she's she's kind of cute here because she's sort of trying to like hide her excitement. You get yeah. the feeling she's someone who has always been on Jakku, but always heard these stories of the resistance the and resistance. stuff, and she's really interested in it. Um, there's a little cameo in this whole scene. Um, the guy, the alien who's like the trader who's right. selling, uh, who basically you trade your junk for, yeah. for parts and stuff. It's Simon Pegg. Yes, the voice, right? It's Well, it's him in the costume. Oh, okay, got you, wow. Um, there's lots of, J.J. Abrams has his friends, yeah. has his people he likes putting in films. Yeah. Uh, you see Greg Grunberg, who's his uh, like childhood friend, who's in all of his right. like TV shows, and he was in, he was like the pilot in Lost. Uh, he shows up in his Mission Impossible film. Uh, he's not in The Last Jedi, but he's then in uh, Rise Skywalker. Um, yeah, there's loads of cameos. Uh, what's his name? How, uh, John Williams obviously composed yeah. Star Wars films. Michael Giacchino has done every single J.J. Abrams project until this film. So he's in it as a stormtrooper. Ah, nice. Like, all these things. Like, JJ has his kind of good luck charms. Right, okay. That's interesting. Because I know I I do recognize people in his shit. Like, there's a few faces that you see throughout his movies. Um, Well, Finn lies and says he's with the Resistance. um, And they start talking about Luke Skywalker. Mm. And he goes, what? Luke Skywalker? I thought he was a myth. Uh, And they're like, wow. So they just met they just became best friends and they're already under attack the first order arrive on jakku and they are searching for the bb-8 therefore they start chasing after ray and finn and bb-8 so they have to get out of here so they go through uh like uh, like a ship yard essentially and they're trying to escape and she's like no 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 let's go let's go to the ship and he's like well what about that ship she says no that ship is garbage 
what is it in Star Wars? <laughs> I know it's like they've deliberately put that in there because yeah. they're like, this sunk of crap or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I always think it looks lit. So the Millennium Falcon. She, her ship gets blown up. So she's like, yeah, this ship will do. So she goes in. Um, it's it's mentioned that like she's a junker and she's really smart and like a, she's a you know a drifter. She knows her. She's very intelligent and would learn how to these ships. She knows how to fly ships yeah. essentially. So she turns on the Millennium Falcon. Uh, she kind of doesn't really know it is a millennium, is the Millennium no. Falcon. She just knows it's a ship. And they get up in the ship, they fly off, and they barely escape. Um, and they like fly off into the into the sunset from the First Order, and they have a bit of a moment. They're like, "Oh, we're friends now. Yeah. We're best friends." Um, I like the fact that that's how they. That's how the Falcons just reintroduced. For sure, yeah. <laughs> They're just like, oh, here it is. Uh, it's explained why it was there. We, yeah, yeah, it is explained <laughs> later. I think this is a good point to... We've kind of fully, at this point, in, been introduced to all your new cast yeah, of this Star Wars trilogy. So we've met Poe, we've met Kylo, we've met Finn and Rey. Instantly, I think all four of these are really likable. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kylo in different ways, obviously. Yeah. Um... I think it's way stronger than the the prequels introducing these characters. I feel the writing is so much better than any any of the films. Oh yeah, it's, definitely. The chemistry there really works and I think that's it's updated. Like it's not cheesy as any It's not. They're still kind of like plucky and yeah. they're quick, but I think everyone just vibes off each other really well. Um and it gives me trust going forward with this trilogy that huh, I haven't seen any of the old faces yet and I'm kind of okay with that. Did you say it just gave you trust going into this trilogy? It oh. at this point, yeah. Oh boy, years years later, how wrong you would be. Well, no, we'll get <laughs> back on the first order ship. Kylo Ren's chilling, and one of his 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 captains, his generals, they comes up and has to tell Kylo that, uh, hey, we didn't get that BB-8 droid because uh, they escaped with uh, the the guy who turned on us, one of the the stormtroopers, the traitor, and uh, some girl. And this scene's hilarious because it's basically like, hey, uh, hey uh, boss, uh, we uh, we didn't get what you wanted us to get. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and takes his lightsaber out, just starts slashing shit it's up. It's just a tantrum, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Which makes him kind of different to Vader because right. Vader would maybe choke out a guy, but he's uh, just pissed. Uh, so- sorry, Kylo, they were out of diet, Dr. Pepper. What the fuck? <laughs> he's like... <laughs> And he's like, and anything else? Well, there was also, they were with a a girl. What girl? This upsets him more than anything. <laughs> a girl? girl? <laughs> women? <laughs> Kylo Ren hates women. Yeah. Confirmed. Uh, what a heel. Uh, I, I laughed at this because I'm like, yo, uh, you're supposed to be scary, but you've got some issues. Well, it kind of gives this sort of adolescent feel yeah, to the like, character. Yeah, maybe you Which is be then actually shit. kind of explained of going on. So I, I think this is kind of cool, his little tantrum outbursts. We cut back to the the Falcon with Ray and Finn, and Finn's like, cool, let's just like fly, we'll be safe, we'll live together, like, we can get out of here, we start new lives, because he just wants to escape the First Order. And she's like, no, 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 we gotta go back, we gotta go back. He's like, what? Go back? Why? You got a family? You got a boyfriend? You got a cute boyfriend? <laughs> She's like, no, I don't. And none of your business. <laughs> but the way he goes about it. He's my favorite character. In this, he's great. In this yeah. movie. Um, he is just fantastic. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. What, uh, the guy who plays Finn has an actual British accent. Yeah, like John Boyer. He, yeah. uh, 
he actually was in a play at the theatre I used to work at. Okay. So when this film came out, he it was like one of his first acting jobs. Sure. So when this film came out, he uh, he recorded a little uh, pre thing, welcoming you to the theatre, nice. saying I'm John Boyega, I was here in this play. Wow. Enjoy the film. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, he's also in a film called Attack the Block. Kind of was his big break before okay. this film. I think you'd really like that film. Yeah, if you've okay. Not seen it. Uh, yeah, I think he's like funny. Yeah, he's this, good. But he's he's good. Uh, I could see him doing some more things. And he should be doing. Oh, more I things. think so. Yeah, uh, I really like him. Um, so he's convincing Ray. Like, look, we're we're friends now. We can just live our lives. But as they're talking, their ship kind of shuts down and they get like pulled into this like tractor beam type thing. They think it's the first order. So they start to hide. They hide under like the thing, the ship lands and someone boards the Falcon. Cause the Falcon is now on some other ship landed and the door opens and out walks hand fucking solo. Yeah. And Chewbacca and Han says, Chewie, we're home, and just you just get goosebumps when you see this. Like years later, especially the first time. I, I feel this was the last clip of the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Chewie, we're home, and everyone's like, Lost "You got shit. Harrison Ford? What yeah. the fuck?" Uh, so just crazy. Um, and Han knows the oldest tricks in the books, and he knows that these two people are on his ship. So he points a blaster at them, says, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and he says. Uh, you know, what are you doing here? And they say, whoa, you're Han Solo. And he's like, ah, I used to be. Which is um, <laughs> whenever people go, whoa, you're Harrison Ford. You are Han- You were Han Solo. He always replies, I used to be. So he made this line purposely in this. Have you ever used that? <laughs> hey, are you Braden Harrington from Up Next? I used to be. <laughs> um, you're Han Solo. You did the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs. 14, you mean 12. Pff, 14. <laughs> Another little just running gag throughout the whole yeah. Star Wars. Um, so Han Solo's like talking to these new characters. A good little introduction. He, he He's kind of he's kind of like, I'm going to fucking take you guys, drop you off, don't give a shit about mm. you. But like he's, he, he's kind of got some affection to, towards them. But this uh, interaction, this meeting of the minds is interrupted by an evil Scottish guy. <laughs> um, this this Scotsman shows up and says, "Hey, Han, you owe me money. <laughs> Where's my money?" It's they keep talking about the Kanji Club, uh, and I like. Did Han just run up a massive tab at the Kanji Club and not paying it off? That's lit. I kind of want to go yeah. to the Kanji Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's talking all these like side stories? I wanted that story. <laughs> I want to see Han spending some cash with him. It wasn't just Han because you know he'd go with Chewie. <laughs> yeah, and Chewie can probably knock yeah. him back as well. Chewie's like Andre the Giant. Chewie can just go. I'm sure it's not that kind of club. <laughs> it's more like some kind no, of smugglers club. No, it is. I just like no, the Scottish guys like Han. You said you'd take the tab at the Kanji Club. We have bowl service and everything. And uh, No, I'll get you. I'll get you. You said that last time. Huh. We we owe a lot of money. You know how much banthas we milk? He does your trick where he goes, oh, I don't have any cash on me. I'm like, it's cool. They they take cash. They take intergalactic visas. Um... Han is like, ah, oh, I owe, uh, I owe you money. It's funny. I made the deal with those other guys, and they said uh, they'll pay it. And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, well, why don't you ask them yourself? And then to Han's 
now left is this other gang of intergalactic villainy things that Han's gotten tied up in. And I didn't know who these people were until I quickly read some facts about this movie. Okay. We did a review maybe a few months ago on a movie called The Raid. Yes. Well, here are the whole stars of the movie. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> They're all just chilling in this group. Nice. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because knowing that, I'm like, yo, why weren't they why in some epic fight scenes? Yeah. yeah. Um, we did a review of The Raid, which I had never like really mm. seen, and it was awesome. Um, we got to do The Raid, We too, need to see the second one, yeah. Apparently, these guys are in this movie, th- that movie as well. So uh, now Han is trapped between two different gangs, and but he's standing there with Chewie and the BB-8 while Finn and Rey are hiding. Because mm-hmm. he, he wanted them to hide. But the Scots goes, also, Han, you know, there's a order out from the First Order on a BB-8 unit that looks just like that one. And they also said there was two, like, assailants with them. So now there's a whole out war here. But Han reveals that he's shipping some sort of alien monster on this cargo ship yeah. that they're all on called Rathars or something like that. Um, and you're, you're instantly kind of aware of them because Finn is shook that they're on the same ship as one because he's scared of them. Um, (laughs) so now it's an all out war between the gangs. Somehow this alien monster gets loose. It starts killing all these guys. It almost kills Finn, but Ray manages to shut a door on like its arms and saves him and says that was lucky. And Han, Chewie, Ray, Finn, and BB-8 all escape uh, you know, scratch free off on the the Millennium Falcon. What I I really liked about this scene is, uh, you say when making an action film, I can't remember the exact rule, but you need to have action every what fifteen minutes or something like that. Sure. Uh, you've just introduced Han and Chewie, so you need a bit of tension to happen. You mm-hmm. need a bit of action, but this actually tells you a lot about Han Solo. Last time we saw him, he was marrying the princess. He had helped save the universe, all that. And now we go, why are you back to mm-hmm. smuggling? Right. Uh, so you kind of assume from this, ah, things must not be good with Leia yeah. or Luke because why would you go back to this life? Why would life? you do this again? And he's, he's pretty much the Han Solo, Han, Han Solo? <laughs> Han Solo we saw uh, right at the beginning of the whole franchise. Yeah, true. He's he's just back to his old ways, and you're kind of like, huh, why? Like, it's cool that you are, but we figured you'd be a married man now. And it's also like, you know when you see those, like, time travel films when uh, the older person then sees themselves as kids, like, run into the room or whatever? It feels like this. <laughs> like, Han and Chewie are there, and then he sees, essentially, the new yeah. Luke, Han, and Leia, like, run in. And he's uh, like, huh. It's like, wow, Okay, I used to be. I remember doing this. Yeah, I used to be. (laughs) Um, Harrison Ford was paid $25 million for this movie. Nice. Which, after this movie came out, is now adjusted since, this is five years ago Mm. now, He making him the most highest paid actor in the entire world after this movie. Obviously. 25 mil to do half a movie? Yeah. Fuck. Um, if we're on the subject of, um, money in this movie, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, you know how long he's in this movie for, yes. right? You know how many words he says in this movie? Zero. Yeah. You know how much he was paid? How much? One mil. <laughs> <laughs> what did he, he just stood there. Bad. Just went to Ireland for a day. <laughs> he just stood there. Yeah. 
Uh, he did say he had to lose a lot of weight to get back in like, Both shape. him and Leia. So, yeah. one million to get into shape? I would take one million <laughs> to get into shape. One million dollars? You didn't even do anything! You just stood there! We'll get there. But, like, what? 25 mil, Harrison Ford. Um, I always under the impression Harrison Ford kind of hated this Star Wars thing. But, um, apparently at the premiere, he went to this, he bawled. Lost his mind. Yeah, I've I've never really bought into it. I think you look at Harrison Ford's like IMDb page. <clears throat> right. It's so long. Yeah. And for me it's you gotta remember, as much as we can be like fans of these movies and stuff, this is a guy's job. Right. So I feel like it's like asking me in thirty years time about the bar I'm working in now. <laughs> I'd be like, Cool, yeah, I I worked there. It was a moment of my life. I right. then moved on and became a world-famous podcaster. But, like, <laughs> you want to talk about the bar? So you're saying um, when people go up to Harrison Ford, they're like, yo, man, I want to talk to you about Han Solo. He's like, look, dude, I've done so many movies. I've done since. so many movies. I've been nominated for shit since No then. one ever wants to talk about Air Force One? Kind of, yeah. I, I feel it's sort of that. It's, yeah. Yeah, all I get is Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Hey, um, Harrison Ford's been in two movies with the word Force... Air Force One, Force Awakens. Coincidence? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Harrison Ford, Han Solo, uh, and them all escape on the Millennium Falcon. And uh, they mention, like, how it was traded. Mm. He says, like, how was it on Jakku? And then she's like, well, it was traded from him. Who got it from him? And he's like, ah, that fucking guy stole it from (laughs) me. That's how it ended up there. Well, now I got it back. And then she realizes that it's the Millennium Falcon. She's like, whoa, this is the ship. We see Kylo Ren with a new character introduced here, Snoke. Yeah. Played by Andy Serkis. Right. Uh, Gollum. Gollum. Schmeagol. Yeah. King Kong. Right. So many... Caesar. Right. Oh, I watched... It wasn't bad, actually. Oh, I love those films. Um, so, Snoke is the new big bad is instantly what we figure out because Kylo Ren and this General Hux, who I enjoy General Hux, um, he, they're all, like, talking up to him. Like, they mm. look up to him. This Snoke, this evil... It's a hologram of him <laughs> yeah. in a throne, so he's huge. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? There's something more. The droid is with, and he's talking to Kylo, your father, Han Solo. What? <laughs> Instantly, we just met Han again. We just mm. saw Han, and now we're told that this Kylo, this evil dude, is Han Solo's kid? What the fuck does that? What are, we, what are we supposed to think to that? And then he goes, you know, you got to do the job. You got to go get that droid by any means necessary, meaning you better kill your fucking dad. Mm. And Kylo Ren says, it'll be done. He means nothing to me. So, geez. At this point, I was very interested in Snoke. I liked that you only saw him very briefly in this. You you only saw him in hologram form. Obviously, the similarities to the Emperor are there. Yeah. But you go, this dude's old. How is he in such a high position? And we've never heard of him until then. Um because obviously there was no Snoke in right. Jedi or any mm-hmm. of that. Uh, I was super interested at this point yeah. about this character. Um, 
we'll get into how we felt they treated him in the latter films. Yeah, I agree. Like at this point, there were so many fan theories of who he is, what he is. Like people were like, oh, it is the emperor. Oh, it's the emperor's like, there's, you know, fan theories. And mm-hmm. then just kind of get all gets washed off and you're like, oh, well, that's yeah. not that great. We cut back to the Falcon. BB-8 shows Han the map and, uh, where Luke is. And they're like, whoa, you know, Luke Skywalker. And he's like, yes, Luke Skywalker was training Jedis and young Jedis, but a young boy turned against him and Luke felt responsible. So Luke trained someone who turned evil and Luke felt responsible, so he left. And Finn and Rey are like, whoa, this force thing. Like, what's this force, the Jedis? And he goes, look, I used to think it was all mumbo jumbo, but the force, it's real. It's all true. The force, the Jedi, it's all true. And uh, they got to go to the resistance now to kind of... They're, they're thinking like, look, maybe we have some power in our hands here. Maybe we can restore some faith. And they, they're they flying the Millennium Falcon and they're going to go to this... He's going to take them to this this planet, I think, uh, Takanda or something. that Not Wakanda. Not Wakanda. But uh, they're going to this planet. And my favorite line, which I've used the meme of many times in this movie, it's Rey on the deck, like drive, flying the Millennium Falcon deck. And she's looking out the window at this planet, and she says, I didn't know there was this much green in the entire galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we see that uh, Han Solo has totally, he believes now. This reminds me of Scully in later seasons of X-Files, where she right. was complete doubter. Now she believes. I want to um, The line about mumbo-jumbo is what Alec Guinness would say in interviews when Star was going on. He's, he's like, it's all mumbo-jumbo. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so they deliberately use that term for this. I also love uh, Han and Ray just nerding out over the ship. Right. Like, they're, like, Ray's like, oh, I thought if we do this. And he's like, oh, yeah, that works. Because we haven't really seen this side of Han before. Yeah. We always see him as the cool guy, whereas obviously he... He knows this ship inside yeah. out. And he's and, older. And loves this ship. So finally meeting someone who is like kind of a nerd about it as well. He's like, oh yeah. He's kind of playing dad. Yeah. Really. It, like, I, I really like his relationship with Ray here. Uh, well, it's a short one. It is indeed. <laughs> uh, they go to this planet and uh, they meet, is it Maz? Maz something like Kanata. that. Yeah, she's great. She's like uh, like a bartender essentially. <laughs> um, uh, played by uh, Laputia Nyong'o, uh, won the Oscar for Twelve Years a Slave. Yes, so got cast shortly after that film. Interesting. Um, so I think she is a cool character. Yeah, it looks she's interesting. Cool. It has a great voice mm. um, in, in, as well. Um, and they they go to her. We see Kylo Ren cuts to him again on a ship, and he's like seems to be like almost talking to himself. And he's like basically like we're gonna we're gonna he's, win this. He says he's feeling the pull to the light, uh, and he needs the strength from he needs the strength. And then he pauses. I need your strength, grandfather. And it pans out, and he's talking to the is it almost the skull the, the helmet yeah. of Darth Vader? But he just said grandfather. Therefore, Kylo Ren is obviously the son of. Han Solo and Princess Leia is what we're kind of putting the pieces together mm. here. Therefore, this dude could be very powerful. Oh, yeah. Because not only are you Han's like son, which you should be cooler than you are, by the way. 
<laughs> That's why you suck. That's why you went heel. That's why you turned evil, because your dad is fucking cooler than you. <laughs> Realistically, just getting that out the way there. Is that ever even a theory? He's like so mad that everyone's like, oh, Han. And he's like, That's fuck, yo. Like, <laughs> so he's also the, the, the grandson of Anakin. So this guy's got some power. Um, back on this planet. Yeah, uh, this planet is kind of like the, the cantina. Yeah. Isn't it? But a bit tamer. The band... Uh, there is something that... With there's the a band playing, um, like, the ukulele. So it's a lot more chill than the... Yeah, is it not the... It, it's, it, there's a tie-in there with J.J. Abrams. They got someone to do this song, specifically for this scene. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't have it open, but um, there's there's a funny little Easter egg but okay. regarding the song here, uh, part of the score. Um, Maz mentions that Han and Leia are not together anymore. She's like, why don't you go back and give Leia a chance? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, it's, you know, not working out. Um, Maz says that there's going to be a giant fight. This, this, the galaxies are gonna, it's going to be insane. Um, Finn is like, all right, yo, this all sounds crazy. And I just escaped and I started a new life. I'm out of here. Let's go. Ray, come with me. We'll start a new life together. Let's run away. And... He is like, come on. And she's like, no, like, you're a resistance fighter. Like, don't you want to, like, stay and fight? And he goes, look, here's the truth. So he tells her the truth. He says, I'm not a resistance fighter. And, you know, uh, I just want to start a new life. But I ran into you on Jakku. And you looked at me like no one ever has. And she's like, look, then stay with me. And he doesn't. This is I have an issue with. Dude just spills his heart out to her. And then she's like... Oh my God, stay with me. And he's like, nah. <laughs> so he's going to leave. He's trying to leave. Um, while Maz and, and Han are talking, Ray like wanders down these stairs of like this bar, the basement of this bar. Bars of basements. Basements of bars are scary. So mm. I don't know what she's doing. And it's like almost like someone's calling to her, talking to her, leading her to something. She goes into a room and she sees a box. And inside the box, what's in the box? Is a lightsaber. She grabs it, and when she touches it, it's she has all these feelings. It's like she's like seeing memories of things that haven't happened yet. Things of hat we have. We hear the voice of Yoda talking to her. We hear the voice of Kylo Ren. We hear the voice of Alec Guinness. We hear the voice of uh, the dude from the prequels, um, hey. Ian Ian uh, Geller. What's his oh, name? Oh, Ian Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor. My bad. Um, all the different Obi Wan's. They took the original voice of Alex Guinness using the word afraid mm. and they audio chopped it to make him go, Ray. Yeah. It's very creative. Uh, if if you weren't sure how they did make him his voice say Ray. They just chopped it. They words. used it for the for the last Yeah, film, yeah. Right? It's really cool. So it's all these voices and she's like freaking out. She's not sure really what's going on, but it was calling to her, it was talking mm. to her. And she like drops it and runs into Maz and she's like, Whoa, you obviously felt something it called to you take it take the saber take the lightsaber and ray's like i don't know about this i don't know man i don't know so she gives it to han instead um general hux is creating a planet killer a star killer if you will just like the death star and they're starting to use their new weapon today so they start blowing up some planets this scene looks stunning yeah this is this is like hux out on his on the perch <laughs> with all the war games with all the troopers below uh, they're in the mountains it's 
it's snowy just just the colors here look yeah. amazing like the red of the the Lasers. first order and then all the white suits of the stormtroopers and the snow i think visually this scene just looks really cool and they look very intimidating as an army yeah so now it's all chaos there's a sh- giant shootouts and and the the first order come to chase after the good good guys here um ray disappears and finn actually comes back he realizes that he made a mistake but when he shows up, Ray kind of like runs off because she's spooked by the the Jedi kind of visuals she saw. Finn is now in hand of the lightsaber. He gets it with Han, and there's a giant shootout. Han uses Chewie's blaster at one point, um, but they get caught, and um, but the Resistance show up to save them. Meanwhile, Ray's in a forest alone and is approached by Kylo. There's a great little look on Ray's face when she uses the blaster because she probably hasn't really needed to use this before and her target yeah. is exceptional and she kind of looks a bit taken aback at wow I did that and I was pretty good is here. it because she's got the force I think this is the first kind of yeah apart from like obviously hearing the voices this is the first like inkling that she has power a power so she's approached by Kylo Ren who like force freezes her and he says, hmm, you're the girl I've heard so much ab- about the droid. Where is it? And she kind of doesn't respond and he goes, the map. Oh, you've seen it. Well, forget the droid. We have what we need. And basically like knocks her out with this like force thing and they kidnap her. And because the resistance is there now. Uh, the First Order fuck off with Ray, the kidnapper, but they fly off. The Resistance is led by General Organa. What is it? Organa? Organa, yeah. Or, as you may know her, Princess Leia. Yeah. She shows up, and uh, there's a moment between her and, and Han that's interrupted by C-3PO, <laughs> everyone's favorite droid. Um, and I did quite like uh, this line. He's like, you probably don't recognize me. Because I've got a red arm. <laughs> it's like, imagine if I came home, it's like, Brayden, it's me. You probably don't recognize I've just had my hair cut. <laughs> it's me, though. It's me. It's me. Uh, and he's like, oh, Han and Leia, you two probably wanting to have a moment. And they're like, yeah, we, <laughs> we are. Uh, so he walks off. Han says, look, I saw our son. So they're talking about, they know there's some issues with their, with their son. Um, the captain that died earlier in this movie, Poe, he's not dead. He's alive. And Finn and him have a moment here where they're they're both like, whoa, you're alive? Whoa, you're alive too? Um, So they hug it out and like explain everything that's going on. And he lets Finn keep the jacket. He says, you're in the resistance now, boy. So Finn gives all the knowledge and details about the First Order that he knows to Leia. Leia and Han discuss Ben and what they need to do. Um, We see Ben, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, with Rey. Kylo Ben. Kylo Ben. Well, you know why his name is Kylo? Because it's like Han Solo and Sky, like so, like Kai Sky oh, okay. and Lo, like Sky Kylo. Yeah, it's Kyle. putting it's putting the Kyle. names together. It's Kyle. Kyle. It's Kyle. Um, he takes his mask off here, and Kylo Ren is handsome. He's a good-looking dude. He's not scary at all. Yeah, he's got he long, just... flowy hair, but. Looks like, yeah, uh, a 20-year-old. <laughs> He's just some guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Like, I don't hate it. But I, I think, like, oh. I mean, I think this, as cool as the mask is, Adam Driver's a fantastic actor, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And kind of needed to get out of that. I think you um, should have earlier, yeah. I think it's a good... I, I remember, though, 
when I saw the, I was surprised to see the mask come out because obviously yeah. there were no shots of him with the mask off before this film was mask released. Off. Uh, mask off. So yeah, but I think it was the right decision, uh, and it humanizes him more. Yeah, and he he reveals himself. Um, you know, isn't he that guy from Girls? <laughs> <laughs> Who he was fi- while he was filming simultaneously with this movie. Was finishing yeah. Off Girls. I never... I've got like two episodes left to watch and I never finished it. I watched a little bit of it but never really... It's quite good. I didn't get to see him in it yet. Oh, he's get, in the whole thing. Maybe I did. I don't know. You kept telling me to watch a specific scene with him just because it's funny. Well, it was just weird. <laughs> like, when I found out he got cast, it's As like... bad guy. I've seen this dude masturbate a lot <laughs> in Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be the new Vader. He's good with lightsabers. <laughs> he knows how to work the lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we see he's talking to Ray. Kylo says, huh, I, see, I sense a presence, but you're lonely. You're desperate to sleep. You imagine an ocean, and I see this island, and mm, Han Solo. You've met Han Solo. He's not a father. He would have disappointed you. <laughs> Give me the map. Don't be afraid. I feel it too. But he's trying and trying, and she's not let. She's using her force powers now that she has to block him from using Jedi mind tricks on her, and doesn't. So uh, he's pissed off. He's pretty mad. So he tells Snoke, "Yo, uh, I kind of can't get this info info out of her." They're like, "Okay, so where's the droid?" Yeah, well, about the droid, I thought that we could just get her and I left the droid and he's like well you guys fucked up Snoke is pissed um, but he left Rey alone in this like big mistake torture chamber and uh, she starts using Jedi mind tricks on a stormtrooper to escape she's like you're gonna unlock the thing and, and walk out and he's like get lost like fuck off and uh, there's a little crossover here yeah I mean um, if you are um, following our, our Patreon mm. we've been uh, reviewing a series of movies leading up to what we thought was coming out next month, but because of... Who knows when it'll be out. We're talking about James Bond. Yes. Now, if these stormtroopers have numbers, like FN2817 is Finn, well, the stormtrooper here in this scene would have JB007. Yes. Because this stormtrooper is another cameo. You don't see his face. No. But you can, he puts on an American accent, but you can hear his it voice. in his voice. Yeah. It is who? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is a cameo here in this movie. Uh, I love this. I think it was... It must have been Spectre, I guess. Uh, they were just filming in the same studios, and okay. Daniel Craig was like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> uh, there's been a... <laughs> That's how I imagine it It's now. essentially that. He's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> uh, there have been a few cases of that. I believe... I might be getting the actors wrong here. This was said on the Graham Norton show a few years ago. Uh, Henry Cavill was filming something. It's usually like Pinewood Studios. Um, And Emma Thompson was filming, I believe it was one of the Nanny McPhee films. Okay. So Henry Cavill went like to the lot next door. was like, hey, Emma, how's it going? She's like, oh, I'm just filming this bit. (laughs) And they, they needed to get her height right. So she's like... Henry, can you just can you just kneel down for me? So, through in this scene in Nanny McPhee, Emma Thompson's just sat on Henry Cavill so to weird. get the height right because wow. they didn't have like a stool of the nice. right height for Superman. the camera. So Superman was like, "Yeah, all right," <laughs> and he's like, "So I'm in Nanny McPhee." <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel Craig's in Star Wars, yeah, but you wouldn't really know it unless you kind of no. 
know it. I so, love this little Easter egg. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, he succumbs to. Well, th- this is Jedi really her first showing off her power. She isn't uses it? Jedi mind tricks to le- make the stormtrooper open up the restraints and give the weapon and open the door. Yeah. Therefore, she escapes. Um, so we see Finn and Han now. They're trying to, to this plan to to get the planet killer, the Star Killer, destroyed. Finn reveals, "Yo, I don't really care about destroying this thing. I'm just trying to save Rey. That's my job." So now they're on this ship. Um, we see Captain. Is it Phasma? Captain Phasma. Yeah, she sucks. I love Captain Phasma. Why? Because she's great. <laughs> Can you give me a bit more than that? Because <laughs> I searched with who the actor is. Gwendolyn Christie? Yeah. Okay. You're a fan of Brienne of Tarth. Who's that? Gwendolyn Christie. She's in Game of Thrones. Oh. Does she play with dragons? Uh, no. She she plays with Jamie Lannister a lot. Oh. Mm. Nice. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well... We see her, and she's like, you're the traitor. You, you. And tries to beat up Finn, but he's like, nah, fuck you. Um, we see... Yeah, she's, she's like, they made this character to kind of be like Boba Fett. Like, when all the images came out, it's like, oh, A silver That, that looks cool. Trooper, right? That looks cool. Uh, clearly going for the kind of Boba Fett. And I revealed in the, in the last Star Wars review, I think Boba Fett's kind of shit. And in my opinion, they kind of got it right here, because this character's shit as well captain plasma or whatever <laughs> uh there, there's a there's a plan from han and chewy to plant bombs everywhere in this thing to kind of blow up the star killer that's their big plan here and as they find ray and it all comes together the plan is coming together han solo sees kylo walking on this like bridge in this reactor core thing and han decides to confront his son Ben Solo, and he stands on the end of the bridge, and he yells, Ben! And he turns around, and now it's father and son standing on this bridge, and shit's about to get epic. Kylo says, I've been waiting for this day for a long time. And Han says, take off that mask, son. He says, your son is gone. You're just weak and foolish. He says, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Father. I'm torn apart. I want to be free of this pain. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Will you help me? And he's like, yeah, son, of course I can help you. And he hands Han his lightsaber. And as Han goes to grab it, he basically does a turn it's a, mm. it's a it's a false finish and kylo turns his lightsaber on thus stabbing impaling his own father han solo in I'm the sorry, biggest i love you i'm sorry i love you indeed uh one of the biggest twists and turns it's something you knew was coming you just knew it was coming the second this movie was announced and he was in the movie you knew he was it was happening yeah. but you don't believe it till you see it han solo gets murdered by his own son Kylo Ren and everyone sees this Ray sees this Finn sees this uh, watching on and then Han just as he's dying puts his hand on his face of Ben and then the body of Han just falls over the bridge that's the best touch of this moment is despite his son killing, killing him. him 
he still loves his son and still Puts kind hand. of strokes his face. Yeah. Uh, this scene is awesome. Uh, Paul Lee gives you goosebumps. And the music and is crazy. Both, both like Adam Driver and Harrison Ford here, I think are fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah I, I really the, love this. The, the visuals of this film, I can't go on about enough. Just the setting here. This is Empire Strikes Back. Um, Luke and Vader. Yeah, I, yeah. I am your father. It's that moment. It's meant to look like that. It's meant to feel like that moment. And it's him killing him. And it's, it's him Han Solo dying. Han Solo, like Han one Solo of the greatest characters ever, in mov- movies ever. And he's dead. He dies. Like this is the, one of the biggest things in Star Wars ever. Like yeah. this was the, the 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 one. Don't spoil this. Yes. Is what everyone was saying. Don't spoil this. If you do this, you're an asshole. You're yeah. a cunt. Is essentially what you say. <laughs> Sorry, but like, yeah, people were mad. It was like the Dumbledore thing with Harry Potter. People yeah. get fucking mad. Oh, yeah. about their stuff. Um, so Han Solo's dead, and his son Kylo Ren killed him. Um, it cuts to Leia somewhere else, and she's like, "Whoa." She feels it. It was like Yoda when, like, you know, he yeah. feels that he feels there's a great disturbance in the force. Um, so now it's, it's chaos. It's, it's basically these, these bombs are going to start going off and it's crazy. So Ray and Finn are trying to escape. Chewie is pissed, by the way. He shoots at Kylo Ren, but Kylo gets, gets away and Chewie escape as well. So now Ray and Finn are on this, like, this planet they're on is now snowy. It's like a cold planet. And they're kind of running through the woods. And they're trying to escape. And I, I'm still sure Finn is just like, yo, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Let's just go. Like, let's just <laughs> leave whatever the fuck we're going. Um, and they're trying to escape. And they're running in the woods with with the snow. And it's a co- it's cool scenery here as well. It's because it's, it's dark here. So yeah. the, the lightsabers pop out so much more, the blue and the red. Well, that's what happens. A lightsaber turns on and it's uh, Kylo Ren. And, and we should mention, this lightsaber is like a cross hilt. Uh, it looks cool. The cross saber. Yeah. Essentially, the dark The broadsword saber. They're like, what could we do? We've done an evil guy with two. Mm. We've done an evil guy with a curve. We've done an evil guy with like many. Yeah. What about an evil guy with a cross? Yeah. Lightsaber. Um, realistically, it'd be really hard to use. You have to be well, very he's, skilled. He's wearing gloves, isn't he, all the time? <laughs> so now there's a, a, a lightsaber duel between uh, Finn and Kylo Ren. But Finn isn't experienced in this, so he's kind of getting fucked up. He's, he's putting on a good show. I think he... I feel he holds his own a he bit does. too much here. Because realistically, Kylo should just kill him yeah. easily. Well, that's because Kylo isn't as good as he thinks he is. That's mm. what they're trying to tell you this whole time. Like, Kylo... Was going in one angle. Kylo was trying to use, get his cake and eat it too, where he didn't study and train enough. Right. That's right. Like even Kylo's lightsaber, compared to any other lightsaber you've seen up to this point in Star Wars movies, his crackles and sizzles and shit. It's erratic. Yeah. Because he he you make your own saber, and he's not good enough to make a good one. That's how I see it. He's, okay. He's he's not he's he's off. He's like a dive bar. <laughs> you know. He don't know. He's just ah saw ah. He's cool, but ah, you know, be weary because he's wild. We saw him with the tantrums. You yeah, know, you know, he's like just like fucked up in the head, like he's a kid. He just also just killed his dad, so maybe yeah. that's why he's like <laughs> losing to some guy with a lightsaber. But Kylo does fuck him up. He like takes the saber to the back of him, essentially. Like he uses the cross bit to yeah. like Zzz. dig it into the shoulder, Zzz. and um, there's there's a whole thing here now where Ray gets up. And she uses the force. 
She pulls the saber. You think you think uh, Kylo's pulling it, and he's trying to get the saber because he wants this saber. Mm. It's his grandfather's saber. It's Anakin's, right? Yeah. Am I right? Uh, and Ray pulls it, and now Ray has the lightsaber. And like you said, this is like the snow, and it's nighttime, and and there's like they're, they're ma- the 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 airs come. You can see the air because it's cold, and then the lightsabers. This is. In the tra- we're talking about the trailer getting hyped for this movie. When I saw a lightsaber battle in the nighttime in the winter, I was like, "This is lit. This it is this, right. this is yeah. what I need to see." So this this fight scene is one of my favorite low key banger of a lightsaber duel here, including the part with Finn because Ray and and Kylo just like go at it here. And and again, Ray isn't supposed to be good at this, and she's still managing to hold her own against Kylo Ren as they go back and forth like fighting and. Um, Ray kind of like fucks him up. It's a cool duel. It's lit. Um, and while this is all happening with their lightsaber duel, it cuts to Poe, who uh, was like, "Hey, remember when the Empire had this weapon that was a planet killer, and all we had to do was shoot these tiny little things into the hole, and then like, yeah, it blew up. Why don't we just try that again?" And they're like, "We never. We did that twice. <laughs> oh yeah. Why don't we do it again?" And he's like, "They're like, yeah, we, we could. We well, we could try that." It's like, all right, let's fucking do it. And, uh, well, that happens. Uh, well, it had to do with Han and Chewie's thermal detonators, explosives early yep. on that helped. But aside, it was really just mini putting the hole in the, <laughs> and, and the thing blows up. Hit that G spot and it just. <laughs> oh, woo, everywhere. Uh, so Poe saves the day in those regards, but Ray fucks up, um, Kylo's face, actually. She gets, mm. he gets a, like a, saber to the face so he's gonna have some nasty scarring but as this planet's kind of falling apart they're separated so they can't fight no more which saves both of them at the same time yeah the sabers split the ground essentially so well he was like trying to cut things yeah he's wild that kylo ren (laughs) that boy he needs han solo i guess just wasn't a good dad daddy wasn't there uh, daddy issues, Kylo Ren. So now Ray and Finn, she's trying to save Finn at this point, and um, they they try to get out of there. And this, someone does come in there. There's um, um, what is it? Chewie, Chewie shows up with the Falcon. I think um, we see R two D two, who ever since Luke Skywalker left has been in sleep mode, all of a sudden wakes up. Whatever you did in the beginning of the show. Uh, and they're like, yo, we're, we're trying to find this map to Luke Skywalker. So they save the day. The whole Starkiller thing is put on hiatus, and that's what they wanted. Because if the if the First Order continued to use this thing, like they could just start fucking everyone up. So they're cool. They're chilling. They know they the Resistance right now, they have some sort of upper hand because they stopped this, from, this disaster from happening. Uh, however, Han Solo was dead. So they got to continue with this mission to trying to find Luke. And that's where R2 comes in. He shows them his pieces of the puzzle, and they put it all together, and they think they have found Luke. Yeah. Somewhere trying to find the Jedi temples. That's where they he was looking. Um, which you mentioned that um, George Lucas wanted a sequel. Like He planned it years. The mm. original script that he had thought in mind was going to be Luke um, training someone else. Yes, and and on these these Jedi temples and stuff like that. So it's cool that they took stuff from that and kind of incorporated it here. So Leia says, "Look, Ray, uh, don't really know you very well, but uh, my ex Boo who died, he thought of you. He thought you were good. He thought you were a good little kid. Thought you were young and spry and talented. So 
things are going to be looking good. The force is strong with you, and may the force be with you. So Poe, Finn, and Rey, they're all crew now. They're all cool. But Rey and Chewbacca and R2 get in a ship, and they fly. It took them really easy to get there, actually. But I guess oh, once, got the once you got the coordinates, yeah. it's pretty easy, I guess. They find this planet. It's an island. It's an island. <laughs> well, they get to the planet first, and then an island. No, I mean, it's island. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> they go to island. Uh, Chewie stay, and R2 stay at the ship, and Ray must go alone. She cl- She's, like, on this island, and she's climbing this thing, and there's water everywhere behind it. Like, she's just on a journey of her own. She's climbing this mystic island. She gets to the top. She's tired. She's probably hungry. Probably needs to pee. She gets to the top. She turns, and there's a man in a hood. The man turns around, takes down his hood, and reveals it is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And again, you just get the chills here. You're like, holy shit. And he's like, she stares at him. He stares at her. She holds out the lightsaber and says, is this yours? Got this for you. Is this hi? Is this yours? Hi. You dropped something. Yeah, hi. <laughs> you, you dropped this on Cloud City one time. Here you go. And he stares at her. She stares at him. And and uh, that's the end of the movie. That is the end of the movie. And Mark Hamill got paid one million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, second billing. <laughs> I I really like this film in yeah, Star Wars. Of course. Uh, I think. By far the best dialogue of any of the films uh, up to this point. It just, it's lost that clunkiness that so many of the others have. Uh, I think they've, the new cast are really well cast. It's great seeing the old faces and how they've evolved. It, it essentially takes the story of A New Hope. So, which is kind of cool because it, it goes different directions with it. But there's enough nostalgia there to satisfy old fans and enough new stuff that you yeah. could... I know so many people that jumped in on Star Wars at this point and had never seen any of the other films. Um, there's enough there for, especially like young kids who are jumping in at this point, to enjoy it. Uh, I think visually it's the best up until this point Star Wars ever looked. Uh, 100%. Just the, the, the choices of colours, like doing a lightsaber battle in the forest in the snow mm-hmm. at nighttime. It looks amazing. Um, I I really enjoy this film. I think it's a great reintroduction to the universe. I think I think even I, I think I've seen this movie a few I've seen it a few times. Mm. I saw it maybe once or even twice in theaters, like I mentioned off the begin top. Um, but I've watched it back a few times because um, you mentioned that this this is an action movie and there's action every fifteen minutes. This movie I feel and I thought this walking out of the theater is the same feeling I watch it every time. It doesn't stop. No. Like, literally, there's no... Like, when do you go for the pee break in this, really? Like, there's a... There's no a tough, real filler yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, there's no filler in it, because they, they cut a lot of stuff, too. This was supposed to be, like, 30 extra minutes. Right. Um, and they cut a bunch of it. And I feel like it's just always flowing so properly. And I feel like the other ones don't really do that necessarily. Well, I think it's a testament to the film where, as we both mentioned at the beginning, we've kind of hit a bit of Star Wars fatigue. Yeah. And you see, okay, it's like but two this hours. Lit. You see it's two hours, 20 minutes. Yeah. I've seen it. I think this is my fourth time I've seen it. 
and then it just breezes by, and yeah. you go, "Oh, it's so much fun." Uh, I would, I would go on to say that this might even be my favorite Star Wars movie now, watching it back, because, like you said, it's it has such of the it does the best I've seen in Hollywood of taking something old and making it new again. Mm. It's so hard to do that because, yes. like you said, you got to get the new fans, but you got to get the old fans. But it's fucking Star Wars. Everyone knows Star Wars. Mm. It's it's huge. It's a phenomenon, um, and I, they do such a good job of. Getting the we watch wrestling and we review wrestling. How many times do they bring in old stars to give the rub to younger guys? But it doesn't work, and it does no. the opposite. This is doing it in the right way. You have Han come in, help these new stars, and then fuck off and dies. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, well, shit, what's gonna happen? Well, you gotta watch the next movie, essentially. So they do such a good job of that. Um, I, I find this movie, you're right, like just updated in the right way yes like star wars needed an update and this is exactly you have comedy you have him mentioning the, the word boyfriend in star wars w- when would like yeah you have a boyfriend back home you got a cute boyfriend like that's normal talk like that's co- dialogue like yes it's it's realistic uh, funny but uh it's just really good just the chemistry between uh finn and poe i think are amazing together yeah. i think it's what the next film really lacks is those two yeah, i agree and finn and ray are amazing together. You don't see Poe and Ray together in this film, really. No. But uh, they just gel together so well. Uh, I think they're fantastic. Uh, the film, you know what? It did quite well it did all right. at the box office. It grossed $936.7 million in the US and Canada, and in other countries, uh, $1.132 billion, which gave it a worldwide total of $2.068 billion dollars <laughs> Um, That's crazy. It estimates that the film sold close to 110 million tickets in North America. This was the first movie, I believe, where it broke pre... You know how you can buy tickets? Now, again, this is five years ago. Like pre-sale? Yeah. This was the first movie that pre-sale was a thing. Like, for like... For like big like broke their machines right. broke the internet literally because people were so like before you'd be like oh i'm people buying, were my buying months in advance yeah people yeah. were buying this like year before the movie yeah. had fucking even come out so that's crazy so it it broke the record uh of the most tickets sold uh since titanic wow. in 1997 uh, the highest grossing film of 2015, which I don't think is much of a surprise, <laughs> is the highest grossing film of the entire Star Wars franchise. Yeah. It dethroned Avatar of highest grossing film in North America. Uh, not worldwide, but in North America, mm-hmm. it broke that. It's the fourth highest grossing film of all time. And when you adjust for inflation, it is the 10th highest grossing film of all time. Insane. Uh, critically, did very well. Uh, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um Mainly positive reviews from the critics. The main criticisms of the film are that some feel it's a, it's essentially a remake of A New Hope. It's maybe a bit too close to A New Hope. I don't know. I don't really feel I that. think they tread the line quite well. Yeah. It, it, it kind of feels like the same story, but they do enough to change it and kind of subvert expectations with it. Yeah. No, I, I I remember watching this and being like, wow, they, they I think they knocked it out of the park with this one. They did what they needed to do, especially restarting a whole thing with Disney. I'm like, damn, Disney, you did a good job. But I remember some friends at the time were like, ah, it was all right. And I was like, dude, I really like that movie. Whereas those same friends would go, oh, Rogue One was way better. But I'm like, yeah, but Rogue One was still in that box. We finally mm. got to open the box and yeah. go play outside. Like, we got to go, like, do, like, you got to new character. You got to go to Jakku. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I read that, you know in the the la- Rise of Skywalker, 
they go to the the moon of Endor thing where the Death Star falls and it's the water yeah. planet. That was originally supposed to be in this movie. Okay, it was supposed to be that's where you see Rey, and right. that's where BB-8 lands. Okay. But they decided like, nah, let's put her on some sand. <laughs> well, it's it's to it's to kind of wink to the audience and go, this is new Luke. Yeah, uh, where when you're seeing the cast be announced, you kind of go, okay, Finn is Luke, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Leia is Rey. Yeah. Um, but even the, the costume design, uh, Luke, the character of Luke Skywalker was originally played about being a woman and this was the original costume design gotcha. for it. Nice. So this is definitely your Luke Skywalker character. Yeah, yeah. So because I do like the fact that they go to the water planet in the later movies. But oh, yeah. In this movie, you got to see sand, but you got to see other places that you didn't more see, snow than yeah, we've seen. Yeah. Sure, we've been to Hoth, but yeah, no, it just I seemed think, different. It seemed refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I liked the the fact that it had all the same Star Wars things. It had the little side quirky aliens and droids and stuff, but everything seemed updated. And even watching it back now in 2020, five years removed, it feels like it just came out yesterday. So yeah, like it's it's fantastic. Um, I, I've only seen this movie a few times, but I, I think I think it could be my favorite one. I think it might even be better than Empire. We're we're just... very close to uh, finishing the whole thing, right. so I think once we finish we them, we'll them. we'll do our new rankings. Oh boy! Because you know the the last one for its faults, I still really enjoyed the Last I, Jedi. No, no, the uh, I mean the, the last Jedi. film, the um, Rise of Skywalker. Rise Skywalker. But I've only seen it once, so. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to rewatching that. Yes. Um, well, that's it. Yeah. The Force has awakened. Two more left. We didn't put up any feedback for this. So. We forgot. Um, <laughs> but it's okay. But I feel everyone's mind is on something else right now. Yeah. So uh, still, you can always send us your thoughts at Up Next Podcast. Let us know where do you rank this film? Are you are you a fan of uh, the Force Awakens? Are you not a fan? Yeah. What do you like? What don't you like? Our tweets are always open. Yeah, at Up Next Podcast on Twitter. Um, so we'll be going to the next one in the series mm. eventually, maybe next month, maybe in a little while. Um, and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say the next one's probably the most controversial of all of them. Of course, I'm talking about the last Jedi, the last Jedi, or is it the last Jedi? Who knows? Right. I mean, we, we do, but <laughs> we'll get there. The last Jedi may be the most controversial in all the things. So that's going to be a big show. And, uh, we have some we have some ideas for that show yes. that we're going to get out there eventually but it'll be free on this very feed eventually so just stay tuned uh for that we will be back every wednesday with nxt if wrestling continues mm. by the time we're recording this we're not too sure what's going on with I think uh, that performance center is going to be very busy over the yeah, next few you better weeks sanitize it uh so if you do enjoy our movie reviews such as this one you can find many more on our patreon patreon.com slash up next we just did uh parasite we did the Oscar winning Parasite. We do a lot of wrestling chat. We're doing the Matrix this this uh, next week for um, Up Yours for World Champion Tears who pick stuff. And someone picked the Matrix. So I'm super excited to watch that and chat about that. Uh, but we do a lot of wrestling, like best match ever. We're doing best match ever, WrestleMania, Curtain Jerkers. And then later this month, best match ever, WrestleMania, main events. So listen for those as well. We've done a best match ever of Edge just like last week, which which is so much fun. We do Was Next, where we go back in time and watch NXT, and we do different movie reviews. We have our Bond reviews with Daniel Craig, the best stormtrooper ever. Uh, so, so many things we're pumping out on the Patreon, and it's all because of our patrons. 
So thank you very much if you are. But thank you for listening to this one. Maybe you just like listen to this. That's cool too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to get out of here. Um, thanks for letting us fill your ears with Star Wars and nerdy talk. And we will be back with The Last Jedi. The Force has awakened. So take care. Goodbye. And may the Force be with you. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.